Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Professor John Gotti, and I want to offer my take on uh, two articles that occurred today uh, that caught my interest, and I wanted to just offer my opinion about these. Uh, the first is the um, top 100 NBA players for the 2019-2020 season, according to ESPN, and Bleachers Report all-time uh, top 50 players um, ranked uh, from 1 to 50. So I wanted to talk about the uh, first article, which is the ESPN article, in which they revealed their uh, 10 to 3. Um, and of course, it I, I see what they did there. It was actually pretty genius because it offered, you know, it's the quickest way to have um, hot takes for all these other news media outlets. I mean, including ESPN, but ESPN is kind of like that now anyway, which is five the point. Um, but they had number three being LeBron James. Um, and of course, not a lot of people are going to like this. Um, but he is coming into, I believe, his 17th season. And yes, he got hurt last year, but we don't know how he's going to come back. And of course, you know, people are subjectively saying, you know, this should be based off of what he's done already instead of what's to come. It shouldn't be based on what happened last year because he got hurt. A lot of people are saying this is a projection of how the players will be ranked at the end of the year. So I'm going to look at this article based off of this is the projection for the end of the regular season because I don't want people to start losing their minds, talking about playoffs, talking about, you know, who might make it to the finals and things. Just regular season, you know, this is how ESPN is interpreting this list. To me, you know, if you have an opinion, let me know what you think. Uh, it'd be great to hear what you have to say about it. But they have LeBron James at number three. Uh, number four is James Harden. Number uh, five is Anthony Davis. So, so far we got two Lakers. Uh, number six, uh, Stephen Curry. Number seven, Nikola Jokic, who could potentially be the MVP for next year. Um, I said that last year. Um, but, I mean, I had to quickly concede to uh, Giannis and uh, James Harden and I told the doc that I would have been fine either or um, would have won it um, I don't know if it's because of the Harden fatigue that took place I mean now we do have new traveling rule based off of James Harden so he's now fame, uh, infamous and famous at the same time because now there's a rule based off of him uh, number eight, uh, Joel Embiid. Number nine, Damian Lillard. And number 10, Paul George. So we already know who should be number one and two. And this is not respectively. This is just, I don't know how they're going to do it at the end. But um, those two players will be Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, you know, the people who were following LeBron James for his entire career will have, you know, issues with how this um, list is ranked. I'm surprised that they have him at number three, given how much they were riding the Lakers jockstrap uh, during the offseason. And it's ironic or apropos that as recently as Tuesday, uh, they started to not necessarily turn, but the dialogue has definitely shifted away from them being an automatic title contender to wondering if they can get past the 
other team within the Staples Center, the Los Angeles Clippers. So, you know, it was definitely strange to hear the dialogue definitely change for the Lakers um, within ESPN, which is even more ironic because, you know, ESPN ESPN is just Lakers fans. Um, But yeah, so my thoughts on the list, I mean, I'm not going to say what I need to say about LeBron James. I'm going to allow him, you know, I'm fine with where, where he is. I'm not going to get get um, get too upset. I think if they put him at number one, I would have to scoff at it. But I'm going to channel my inner doc, and I would say that James Harden should be ranked higher than LeBron James. Um, James Harden is revolutionizing the game, uh, similar to what LeBron James did when he first came into the league. Uh, once he became, you know, uh, came into his own as a player. Um, I feel like James Harden has done that. Uh, being a two-time runner-up and a one-time MVP should definitely not be scoffed at. And, I mean, he has a rule, you know, created for this upcoming season based off of his play because people were salty about, you know, him being on the free throw line for so long, well, for so many times. Um, in fact, I believe he has about 300 more free throws in the last three years, I believe, um, compared to like the next one, which I believe might be Russell Westbrook, which that team's going to be amazing to watch as well, too. They're going to be a lot of fun um, seeing how, you know, these two former teammates uh, matured upon within themselves as well, too, coming back together. Uh, a lot of people have them being the number one uh going to be the top seed in the West come playoff time, but once again, we'll have to wait and see. I think they're going to surprise a lot more people than, you know, regularly assumed, so a lot of people's tones are going to change. Um, Anthony Davis at number five, I mean, I'm okay with that. I Let's say I have a problem with um, people being ranked so high if they have injury um, history. Um, I mean, I would have been fine with him being... I would have pushed Steph um, in front of him and staying there with Jokic and put him at seven, but that's just me. I'm okay with Joel Embiid being number eight. Um, they're going to have a, another really good season. Uh, people had them coming out the East. I don't know yet because we got to see we got to see what Ben Simmons is going to do. Um, they said he didn't work on a jump shot, so it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, took place, well, how that's uh, evolved, I guess you could say, and not a lot of people are giving Dane Lillard a lot of credit, and a lot of people keep sleeping on, you know, what he's able to do, and I think it's because of the lack of coverage for the Trailblazers, and it's a shame, um, in fact, I believe it was 535 posted out a, um, a ranking of the top five teams in the West, and the Trailblazers wasn't even in that list. And I believe actually top, yeah, top five. And yeah, the Trailblazers wasn't even on that list, and that's a shame. Uh, they, they're always in the Western Conference pl- uh, playoffs. Uh, they made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. I mean, they haven't hit their ceiling yet. It will come for them. You know, maybe they need another piece. I don't know, but they have, you know, quite the nucleus there. And I feel like people are just sleeping on Dayton. They love his album, but they're just sleeping on Dane. Um, I mean, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, 
Actually, Kawhi Leonard's another person that I don't think I saw it on the list, but if he is on that list, I need to find him so I can make sure that I'm correct about him. But, you know, Paul George has been a, has developed from a, you know, defensive-minded player to all-star caliber, uh, MVP candidate as well, too. You know, Kawhi Leonard, I mean, people hear how much I speak highly of Kawhi Leonard. I've been watching him since he played for San Diego uh, State and how he was able to help lock down the Jimmer uh, in uh, in the NCAA tournament and how he he evolved from another defensive player to, you know, finals MVP, two-time finals MVP. So, you know, it's going to be fun to see what the Clippers are going to do this season. But, I mean, I'm okay with him being at 10. You know, I think it's just going to open up a lot of people's eyes. The next article we're going to talk about is the Bleacher Report all-time player ranking, the top 50. Um, They say it revealed, but... I mean, for the most part, the list seems about contemporary, but I want to offer my take on this. First thing I got to say is thank you very much for finally acknowledging Tim Duncan. He's one of the best power forwards in NBA history, and I get tired of people keep forgetting who he is. Um, he has, you know, over 15 years of consistency, but the fact that he's not like a top scorer or anything like that you know, make people forget about him, and it's a shame, and it's disappointing. Um, he won five MVP, uh, five, uh, five championships. He was a former NBA MVP, finals MVP, and we're acting like he was just a system player. I'm pretty sure if you put Tim Duncan on any team, he can help elevate uh, that team. So they had Tim Duncan at number seven. I wanted to just immediately talk about that. I'm, I'm finally happy that he's in someone's top 10 list. Um, it's just a shame that, you know, it took so long for people to start acknowledging what he's done. So I have an issue with this list and there's a huge glaring problem with that. So they have... Michael Jordan at number one. I'm, there's there's no argument about that. I can't get upset about that. There's nothing for me to say there. Um, they 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 put Kobe Bryant at number fourteen. Um, I don't know. A, I can't I can't agree with that. I can't. There, there's no way. Kobe Bryant is number 14 in top 50 all, all-time player ranking. He is not 14. He's not. He's not. If anything, he should be in the top 10. Now, yes, if I was to put him in the top 10, that means I need to take someone off the top 10. And that decision is pretty easy. I'm going to remove Steph Curry. He's number 10. I don't think he's a top 10 player of all time. I feel like people are, you know, sipping the Kool-Aid and there's not enough sugar in there. But I would not put Steph Curry in the top 10. I would definitely put Kobe on there. Um, 
Yeah, he, he averaged for... Yeah, no, no. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, that was the first thing I saw. I was like, wait, they put Kobe at number 14? Are you serious? They, they, what? What? So, yeah, he averaged for his career... 25 points, but if you don't include the last season, he averaged 26 points a game, almost uh, 26 and a half points per game. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Uh, so I'll go through the top 20 just for everyone else to know. Um, I mean, these are, according to Bleacher Report, the top 20 all time greatest players. Top 20, I'm not going to do all 50. So, number 20, Carl Malone. I don't know about. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm looking at some of the other ones um, that's below him. I mean, I guess. Maybe. Like, how do you put James Harden all the way at 27, but you have Steph Curry at number 10? Like, no, no. There's, there's so much wrong with this list, and I'm pretty sure if the doc saw that he would be very upset. Like, no. No, are you kidding me? Ah, uh, okay, let's keep on going. Number 19, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was a beast. I'm fine with him being in the top 20. He, he's a beast. Now, the only problem that I have, and I don't know what their criteria is when it comes to um, deciding who belongs in what ranking. Like, I don't know if they have a particular formula. It uh, looks like they're talking about using plus minuses, which isn't necessarily used. Um, it was only available since the 73 season, so I don't think that's really useful, um, especially if you look at, like, Bill Russell and John Havlicek, Jerry West. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what their formula is. I there, there's a There's a lot to open up about this. Yeah, like, they have, like, another 25 players in the honorable mention. Like, that's ridiculous. That's so funny. It really is. It's actually, it's actually you know, quite humorous, actually. I'm not gonna lie. It's actually quite humorous. Um, so, let's continue on with the list. Uh, Jerry West at number 18. I'm fine with that. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki at number 17. I mean, I guess you could say he's the most successful international player, maybe? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That That's a toss-up. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would put him in there. I mean, he definitely helped revolution out the sport. You know what? I- I'll probably put him in number 20. Uh, in the top 20. I'm fine with that. 16, Kevin Garnett. Everyone knows how I feel about Kevin Garnett. I think he's one of the most intense um, players out there, being able to use psychology to get into their opponent's heads. Um, I didn't follow it to the key, but I definitely studied a lot as far as like what he does to gain those that upper hand. Uh, number 15, Kevin Durant. I feel like they dropped him so low because he joined the Warriors, and I don't think that's fair. I think people just need to get over it. He's not in um, Golden State anymore. 
So we shouldn't act like he is. I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's bias. Just like just like how I feel about Kobe Bryant's ranking on the list, I feel like Kevin Durant's placement is also biased as well too. Like him not being like near that top ten, like you know, 12, 13, 12, or eleven. Heck, even maybe ten in some you know aspects. Like I feel like that's disrespectful. Uh, we're already talking about number 14, which is Kobe. Number 13, uh, Hakeem, the Dream, Olajuwon. I'm fine with that. He's definitely a top 20 player. Um, if you never saw Hakeem play, watch it. Um, watch that finals against the Magic, where he was just dominating Shaq. Heck, watch the, um, watch the series where he played the Spurs and just made... Um, Dave Robson just looked so pedestrian. I mean, I definitely mimicked a lot of his footwork. Um, not just like just every aspect of it. Like, if you want to get better and you know learn how to work with angles to you know give yourself the best advantage to score a shot, just study um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Honestly. Uh, number 12, David Robinson. I mean, that's up for debate. Number 11, Oscar Robinson. Like, Oscar Robinson being number 11 and Steph Curry being number 10. Like, like you, do you see where there's a misconnect there? And if they're just looking at it just based off of plain stats, I don't know if they're adjusting based off of errors. And if they're not, then they need to. That's all I'm going to say there. Like, we need to also adjust for errors as well, too. Uh, number nine, Will Chamberlain. He definitely is top ten. Um, some people might put him uh, towards top five. That's, you know, up to debate. Number eight, Bill Russell. I'm totally fine with that. The ultimate winner. Um, people will give him a lot of flack. You know, will give his legacy a lot of flack because he played in a much smaller league. But, I mean... He got 11 rings. I mean, come on. I'm on. I'm just saying. And he won eight in a row. Come on. Relax. Uh, number seven, Tim Duncan. I mean, like I said, I've been... I've been... Like I, said, I studied a lot of, you know, big men when I started to play basketball. You know, and it all started with me watching, like, Patrick Ewing. I'm a huge Knicks fan. But once I had a chance to watch... Um, Tim Duncan play, especially like when he was in Wake Forest and around the beginning of his um, career. Uh, once again, I love playing angles, but I'm playing basketball. And and those who played with me, you know, on the basketball court or against me, knows that I am notorious for using the backboard at the most oddest angles and scoring. And it gets people really, really upset. But I learned that from watching Tim Duncan. You know, it's very old school. It's very fundamental. It's not flashy. But two points is still two points in my opinion. I make that same claim when it comes to whether or not I decide to dunk the ball. I don't need to dunk the ball. But the option is there. But two points is still two points. That's just my opinion. Uh, Number six, Shaquille O'Neal. I know a lot of Lakers fans are not going to be happy that he's not in the top five. Um, but he is a top 10 player of all time. I'm okay with that. Larry Legend at number five. Larry Bird, for those that don't know who Larry Legend is. Um, 
I'm okay with that. I feel like not a lot of people really appreciate what Larry Bird brought to the game. Um, because, you know, a lot of people probably watched the Lakers more or, you know, probably became more enamored with the game once Michael started to really shine um, in the 90s. But, I mean... Larry Bird and Magic Johnson going head-to-head in the 80s. I mean, that's the stuff of legends. I had a chance to watch a couple of, you know, them play a few times uh, in their heyday when I was growing up with my father. Um, and, of course, now we have the abilities to watch the games, you know, YouTube or the NBA um, ESPN Classic or the NBA TV. So, you know, watch those, you know, series between the Lakers and the Celtics back in the 80s. It's, it's quite enjoyable to watch. Number four, Magic Johnson. Enough said, like top five all time. It's hard to, it's hard to argue with that. You know, one of the most prolific and, you know, well-known point guard throughout all of NBA history. Everyone wanted to be like Magic before everyone wanted to be like Mike. I don't know if people remember, uh, you know, people saying that maybe in barbershops, but I know that was something that was said quite a bit when I was growing up. Uh, everyone wanted to be like Matt before they wanted to be like Mike. Uh, number three is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Totally fine with that. He's definitely top three. Uh, number two, LeBron James. Once again, I wouldn't put him at number two. I would probably put him at number four. Um... I would put Kareem at number two. But that's just my opinion. I feel like despite all of his regular season accomplishments, uh, averaging 27 points a game, you know, seven and seven for rebounds and assists, like despite all that, you know, of course they're looking at the net net ratings, you know, plus minuses, things like that. Relative true shooter percentage, like I don't know how accurate they're trying to justify this stuff. But I feel like, you know, you have to look at, you know, regular season stats, the way that you impact the game on the court, not off the court. Please stop. Like if it comes to advertising for the game, yes, then yes, we can we can add that. But outside of that, no, we can't do that. But I feel like LeBron James should be number four on the list. Number four or number three? I mean, toss up right there, but I don't think he's number two. I feel like people... Like I said, I mean, if you just look at it based off the stat, yeah, he's number two. But, I mean, you gotta look at the stats, you gotta look at, you know competition, pace of play benefited him as well too. Uh, the game got more smaller now. So, you know, he's playing off against much smaller, you know, people in his position. Or if he's facing off against power forwards or centers that, you know, is based off of the early 2000s or even the 90s. I mean, he's going to have quite the advantage against them. So, I mean, we need to make that balance in between that. That's just my opinion. Um, and of course, it, it along with all that, you know, there's still the finals record. Like, it's really hard to put someone at number two all time if he 
went to nine finals, but only walked away with three titles. I'm sorry, but that's why I said we have to look at it based off of error, you know, pace of play, and all this other stuff. But not a lot of people want to look at it that way. And, you know, I think I'm going to get, I'm going to be uh, called a hater because of it. And, of course, number one being Michael Jordan. I'm curious about what you would think about what you think about this list. I would love to read, um, as of course with the doc as well too, what your opinions are um, of this list. What would be your top twenty or even top five players of all time? You know, and if you want to get more technical and speak about how you would justify it, I would love to hear it um, because I like those kind of conversations. Like, you know, why would you decide to do this? Why would you? Why would you think, you know, this player has an advantage over, let's say, this player? You know, give give me the case. You know, tell me the case about this. Talk 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 to talk about this. Talk talk about your position about this. But I just wanted to give my um, opinion about these two articles. I thought they were pretty good. Um, thank you very much for listening to me. Um, you know, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, Catch us next week as we talk more sports. Uh, myself, Doc Lizna, uh, as the NBA is coming soon. And we're also, we'll also uh, recap uh, the latest in the NFL as well, too. But like I always say, this is the Professor John Gotti. Goodbye, and to all, a good night.